Welcome to the Firehouse Strength and Conditioning Podcast, where we discuss strength and conditioning and its place in the fire service. I'm Eric Haskins, and I'm a professional firefighter and strength and conditioning coach. Enjoy the show. Welcome, Frank, uh, to the Firehouse Strength and Conditioning Podcast. This is uh, episode two. Um, here we, we're going to talk about kind of... Uh, strength and conditioning and its place in the fire service, man. So uh, if you could give me maybe just a, or, or our listeners kind of a brief background on, on you and kind of where you're coming from and then, then we'll dive in. Yeah, you bet. Uh, so my name's Frank Bovey. I'm a captain uh, on our downtown engine at uh, Napa, Napa fire department. Um, fairly busy department will be upwards of 11,000 calls this year with five stations, uh, five engines, a truck, and we run a squad as well. Um, I, uh, been in the fire service for the last 24 years and have, uh, never, uh, lost my love or my, uh, excitement for the job. So, um, if, if there's a class going or if there's a class being taught, I'm normally going to be involved. Um, I, uh, I'm an engine guy, so lots of hose stuff, um, fourth century, things like that as well. But I guess my, one of my largest focuses has been, um, uh, in the, the strength conditioning side or the, the, the physical, um, aptitude or just being ready to do the job has been a huge push of mine from, uh, from the day I stepped on the line and, and it hasn't stopped. So, um, I currently am a peer fitness trainer in our department. Um, I run a gym on the outside, um, and, uh, also work actually with Eric here, um, to, uh, to program and to coach uh, a local community college in their fire service um, fitness coursework as well. So, um, yeah, yeah. Try to, try to, try to keep the love for the job every day. Um, and, um, yeah, hopefully you'll be able to edit this. So we'll, we'll stop right there. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm new to this, so I, I, yeah. I don't know how to, how to do that yet, but we'll, 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 <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. Awesome. Uh, so you bring a, a unique set of skills and, and background, as far as, you know, you've been on the job for a long time, but also uh, you've been involved, like you said, strength and conditioning. And so, you know, that this kind of, what do you think, um, well, yeah, does strength and conditioning have a place in the fire service? Uh, Most assuredly. Um, I see strength, conditioning, um, nutrition. I see it just like uh, the foundations of, um, or the essential things that we do on the, on the fire ground. So I see it as essential as, uh, as pulling a good line, as forcing a good door, uh, and as being able to throw a good ladder. It's literally the basics. Um, when I think of strength conditioning, I think of making shapes. I think of uh, people being as strong and as capable as possible to do the job. And so it is, um, it's, it is foundational to what we do. And uh, some people may not want to call it strength conditioning. Let's just call it being prepared for the job. Um, and being strong and capable. And so, yeah, 100%, it does have a place in the fire service. How, so you mentioned you've been on for 25 years? Um, I'm, yeah, I'm moving into my 25th year. So I hit 24 in October and we're, uh, we're close to January. So yeah, just 24 gotcha. and some change. So how, how, how has, has that kind of uh, outlook, like as far as, you know, your view or even the fire service view on strength and conditioning change, say when you first came in, uh, what was the, 
the view on say physical fitness and that to, to where it is now? When I first came on, uh, we still were rolling dudes in the, in the front room, um, you know, smoking cigarettes and, uh, and we called it, um, uh, like doing quarters for pops, right? So we're in Idaho, so you call it pops or sodas and you like top quarters and like, as somehow the new guy would always get screwed and have to buy everybody, everybody sodas. So, um, there was not a focus on, on being physically capable or physically fit in my, my department. Um, we only had three, we only had three stations. We were still fairly busy at that time. Very busy, a little more fire than we were seeing now. Um, and, uh, yeah, guys are still smoking. Um, and, uh, you would, there was a work quote unquote workout room, but it was just like antiquated, you know, um, universal type gym stuff. And there's a lot of dust on it. And you would normally go in there as a new guy, uh, after dinner, cause you weren't allowed to go in and, and watch TV. So you go in there and work out a little bit. And the, the real, um, the real issue there was that it was more important for you to answer the phone than for you to work out. So <laughs> if you somehow missed the phone while you're working out, you would get your ass chewed. So to recap, not a lot of focus on physical fitness. Um, I, I had my personal trainer at that point and I was working out quite a bit, but it was mainly a lot of show, not a lot of go. So I was super dope at bench press, which I still love. I was really good at that, but, uh, you know, not, not a lot of squatting, not a lot of deadlifting or anything like that, but I definitely never missed bench. Sure. What, uh, when you were coming on, what did that look like as far as like a, a physical requirement? Like what, uh, what, what sort of physical testing did you have to complete uh, as part of your hiring process? So for us, we had um, man, a series of like eight different things. And I remember they, they put us in turnouts. Uh, the turnouts didn't fit me. Uh, I was like five, six, 135 pounds. I was a tiny guy. And so they had to no shit, like tape my, my pants. They had to tape them shut my, my turnout bottoms. Cause they didn't have uh, they didn't have small enough ones to fit me, so they kind of threw a couple uh, threw a couple duct tape deals around my waist. Not not a great not a great start to my career there. It wasn't it didn't look super cool. Um, but from there, we uh, gosh, we had to uh, like you know hit hit a hit a like hit a, a, a railroad tie with like a, an axe x number of times. Uh, we had to do like a joist walk. So you grab like a, a you know, section of hose and, and walk along a ladder and then walk back. It's all like really um, low based skill stuff. And at the very end, it was kind of the, the coup de gras. Like, hey, this is, this is whether or not you can do the job. And it wasn't a, um, now when we do the CPAP, you know, everything's supposed to be very objective. Like you're not telling them anything. It's, it's very sterile. But then like you could you could yell and scream and like get guys going. And, and it was needed for this last piece. So we had uh, this dummy, right? This big mannequin. And we had, we had full, full gear on, not no mask, but, uh, and I was just excited to be in the gear. I'd never been in gear before. So I just, just I was like, this is the best. I've already made it. Uh, fireman gear on. And that's cool. But it was this 185 pound dummy. And clearly across the forehead, it just said Terminator. Someone had written Terminator across the front. And I was uh, nice. I was testing with like 20 or 30, maybe 30 guys. Um, they'd kind of done a cutoff and said, hey, we're going to hire 12. Here's the top 30. And um, I was probably 20th going. And we'd had like two dudes pass. Um, nice. Not a smart guy. So like, I still had no idea that like my odds are pretty good. If I passed, I was just again, excited to be there. I was 20 years old. 
and a hundred, like 135, maybe 140 pounds. And so you had to pick this dummy up, put him on your shoulder, run up two flights of stairs, and then run back down with him uh, in under three minutes. It's a very arbitrary and like weird strength slash like it's just a test of metal is all it was. That was it. Like, it was just like, can you do this? And if you can, then we, we want you here. And uh, the dudes would just lose their, lose their F in mind because they knew this thing was bigger than me. So, you know, you get up on your shoulder and they're screaming and yelling and, and cheering for you. It was really fun. I thought it was great and, you know, brought it back down. And I was like, sweet, man, like you passed. Um, but I watched, uh, I watched that dummy have like the sex with tons of dudes. Like get it on and fall <laughs> on top of them. They tried to get out. And so as they're moving, the dummies like kind of up and down on them. It was like, it was super fun to, yeah, it wasn't fun to watch them crush their dreams, but it was, you know, as a 20 year old kid, I was like, oh my God. Hey, you is, you, you can terrifying. say it, man. Yeah. You can so, say it. We, we can say whatever we want here. That's yeah. Yeah. That's right. So it was, it was good, man. I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, but that, that was the test. And as soon as you got on, um, you know, we did, we did some running in our academy, but like, that was it, man. Like there was no, there was no other test. Um, the city had instituted what we called the dash for cash, which was a, a quarterly deal where you'd run like a mile and a half. If you got under a certain amount of time, you'd get a certain amount of dollars. If you did a certain number of push-ups and sit-ups and stuff, you'd get money. And that was actually pretty slick. You could, you could pull like 250 bucks a quarter if you did these things. And I, I thought that was great. Um, the city figured out that the firemen were only working out to do this dash for cash. Like that was yeah. it. Um, but you know, it, it, I thought it was actually pretty rad, but that was it. There was no other, um, no other physical requirements, nothing at all. So that, that, that sounds a lot like what the, uh, the annual stair climb is now. Like, uh, dude, you know, once a year, man, guys get, uh, man, I'm going to get in shape for the stair climb. Well, and it's then like, it's, it's like, like all, yeah, it's like all the guys right now who are getting in shape to go elk hunting, right? Like the whole year, they're yeah. just like a pile of goo and they're like, dude, I got to get ready so I can climb the hills and pull out this elk. Um, sure. What we need to do is institute like elk, like every quarter uh, for firefighters in this, in the Northwest and our dudes would be super, super fit. Just mainly sure. be ready for that. So. Sure. Yeah. God. Yeah. And if you could even uh, maybe just coordinate hunting season with uh the stair climb you know like totally if you just had them on opposite ends or something like that 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 might be helpful 100 percent like shows our ignorance towards hunting <laughs> but it definitely goes to yeah. show the impetus yeah, that's for, true. Like, awesomeness that our guys are going for so yeah 100 percent. cool um so what what was the expectation like as far as uh you know, being physically, you know, if you call it fit for duty or, or just having some sort of physical aptitude, say 25 years ago compared to now? Um, you know, it's funny. Like, like, come, was, like coming out of academy, you know, yeah, what, what so was like, the expectation? I don't, I don't ever remember there being like a clear expectation that was given to me. The, the, the main expectation was like, do your job. Um, and there wasn't like the idea of, um, you know, circulating out for, uh, for rehab and stuff wasn't, wasn't there for us. So it was built in that you had to be able to work. Otherwise you'd look like a tool on the fire ground. So, um, it was, the expectation was just not to quit. And the expectation was to be able to do as much work or more, um, than anyone else on the fire ground. We're still in steel cylinders. Um, and so, I mean, it was, it was work and, uh, but there was no, like, I don't, I never hadn't, uh, nothing was ever articulated to me that I needed to be in X type of shape or be able to do this. It was simply like, well, I guess I was, you need to be able to work. 
and it was all about just work capacity on the fire grounds. They didn't call it work capacity. They just called it like, you know, this is the Do time your job. when you could, tur- when you had to turn your own pass device on or off. And, uh, you know, they was called a slug alert. Like that's what we called it. So that means you weren't working. So the idea was just to always work so that that <laughs> stuff wouldn't go off. Right. So. Awesome. We, we ought to bring that term back. I like it for sure. Uh, so c- compare that to, to now your, your company officer with, with our department, what sort of expectations do you have for say someone that's coming fresh out of Academy to you, uh, as, as far as, uh, you know, physical aptitude and that sort of thing. Yeah. So broadly, um, we have a objective standards coming out of the Academy for our folks, um, when it comes to, um, being able to perform, um, their skill sets, their objective tests and stuff that they have to, to get through. So hose pulls, things like that. And that, that takes a specific, um, fitness level to be able to do them in the time, the time frames that are given. So, um, so fireground task wise, like that's, that's driven by, both their knowledge of how to do it and then their um, capacity to do it as, as um, their physical capacity to do it. When it comes to um, the, uh, the actual objective deals um, we're putting them on the fire ground with having done our, um, our uh, gosh, our O course um, at, at Nampa fire department, which is a series of movements that are fire ground based. Um, And it's not a quote unquote fitness test, but it does give them a really good litmus test for, um, what the expectation is physically on the fire ground. It's not a pass fail for us. Um, but it does give them like, Oh shit. Like this is what good is. This is what good looks like. Um, they see the, the pipe hitters on a department. They, they happen to accidentally see what kind of times they're running. Um, and then they see, um, you know, where or how they are shaping or how they're comparing to them. And that gives them a really good, a really good idea. Like that's what good looks like. I want to be a guy like that. So this is, this is the type of physical capacity I need to have. Um, and then with our, um, with the programming that's done in our, our recruit Academy there, you know, four to five times a week, they are doing, um, they're, they're, they're getting their fitness on. And so we were able to see where they're at and we're able to, to kind of move them towards what we're looking for. So, so they come out with a really, really good base level of fitness when it, so that's broadly. So broadly all the guys coming out when they get onto the lines from there, the expectation broadly for our entire department is that they're working out at least, um, you know, both days that they're on shift. That's the only thing that we have control over. We don't have control over what they're doing on their four day. But when it comes to on duty, um, culturally at Nampa Fire Department, culturally, you are going to work out uh, at least an hour a day. Like that's kind of what we do. So um, when it comes to specifically with my company, um, it looks a little bit different. Uh, We are going to be doing some sort of training evolution, uh, you know, nine times out of 10. Um, I just moved back to our downtown company. So I'm getting my feet underneath me there. I was at a little bit of a slower company and uh, I was able to control my day a bit more at this point at the downtown company, things look a little bit different. Um, but we will train in some way, shape or form uh, for an hour or two every single day. And then from there, when it comes to workout, we're going to nine times out of 10, again, catch an hour long workout. Um, and the expectation is not for them to be, you know, um, the strongest, the fastest or anything like that, but the expectation is for them to get sweaty. Expectation is for them to, uh, 
um, to get after it while we're in there and um, make sure that even while working out, we can still, we can still respond. So, and I try to make it, make it a good time. I mean, we laugh the whole time. We talk shit the whole yeah. time. The music's loud, you know? Um, and uh, that's, I guess that's, I guess that's the framework that I work on when it comes to, to fitness sure. expectations with my guys. So what, what do you do when you get someone, either it's a, a, a new person or someone that's been on the job, newly assigned to you that is unmotivated, doesn't want to work out. So you, you've got your training evolution that day. And then you've also got your, your crew workout and they don't want to do that crew workout. I'm a, I'm a mildly big personality. So most of them, (laughs) most of that probably won't come up normally with my guys. Um, but it does happen. Um, I can think of one, one, um, one, one past experience in particular, and it wasn't that he didn't want to work out. He just didn't want to do what he felt I was going to have him do. Um, just to give a little more clarity to this. So I own a CrossFit gym. Um, which is crazy, right? I haven't, I haven't told you I owned a CrossFit gym nor talked to you about my diet or anything else. And we've been talking for 15 minutes. So I'm not a true, yeah. maybe, you know, you're not a, not a, not a, a true CrossFit. Maybe not. Is that, right? is that what I you're saying? You know, if I was vegan <laughs> CrossFitter, like you'd know it. Right. Um, but yeah. I haven't told you that. So this, um, this would be your podcast. That's right. So I love it, man. Cross it's, it's a blast. I, I truly, um, it, it is, I've had so much fun doing it and I still do. Um, uh, people get thrown off by the name and that's unfortunate, but it, it, it's a great time, man. It's the people and, uh, and I love it. Um, but he was, he was hell bent on uh, not doing CrossFit older dude in absolutely phenomenal shape. He's a P90X guy. And, uh, which blows my mind. I, I can't imagine doing the same workouts all the time with some dude just, you know, like yammering at you, um, over a video, but he did it and he did it well. The guy was in just phenomenal shape. I mean, yoked out. You know, mid fifties, just a monster, and uh, just so happens we were doing. I was doing a uh, a class on. I don't know if it's like rowing technique or something at the gym because we have lots of lots of rowers available, and um, I get to say yes, and I have my you know have the department in for free to come in and like you know work on rowing and work on rowing and things like that. But as soon as we get in there, it's cold out. Pulls off his sweatshirt. And it says P90X, like he wore yes. his P90X shirt and he just looked at me. He's like, I'm not doing your bullshit CrossFit. And I was like, oh my God, like not only are you, <laughs> not only are you against it, but you took the time to like put a shirt on like, oh, yeah. and, like and just throw it down. And I thought it Dude, was great. I laughed my that, ass off. That that shirt came with, with the box set, man. It, it like, does you don't, you don't get that set. shirt unless, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, I was impressed actually. I was like, good on you, man. And that's when we had the talk. I was like, I'm not going to tell you to do CrossFit, man. Like, obviously you're in the type of shape that we need you to be in doing P90X. It's just, it, it's not my thing, but it can be your thing. And that's fine. End game. I need you to be able to, to work your ass off on the fire ground. And I need you to stay safe and like, not get hurt. Like, you know, when it comes like in, in the, uh, in the, in the weight room, you know, getting her on the fire ground. Like we'll talk, maybe we talk about that later. Like That shit happens. Um, <laughs> we can do, we can do everything we can to make ourselves physically robust and armor up essentially, but man, things just happen. And so um, it really took the wind out of his sails. Cause I was like, yeah, you should do P90X, man. I'll do it with you. And, uh, and I did, and we did, and it was fun. And so when it comes to, uh, you know, how do I address that? The first thing is, is like, I try to meet them where they're at. 
you know, if they're like big time um, endurance athlete, well, I'm gonna let them run, man. I'll let them run. That's totally great. Get in there, run, do your thing. But we are going to talk about, you know, making sure they can lift heavy things. And if they, if they want to run and they can still lift heavy, lift heavy things, game on, game on. Um, now, if we're doing a, a crew workout where we are, uh, you know, all three of us or all four of us are going to be diving in and doing something, well, then the expectation is, is for you to do it with us, not because of the workout, but because this is like, this is bro fest. This is, you know, be it man or lady, because we have a bunch of dope, dope female firefighters on our department. Um, we're going to bro out. We're going to have a good time and we're going to build, we're going to build this, this team. And so this is a team building. It just so happens we're doing it in the weight room. And so, so I guess for me, um, motivation wise, I try to meet them where they're at. We, we joked earlier about elk season. If somebody is really, really into hunting, um, cool. Well, then I'm just going to try to relate or have a conversation that relates to, to that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, cool, man, I need you to throw a vest on and I need you to do, you know, I need you to do step ups because that's like, you know, hiking up a really steep incline. Um, that's awesome. It's going to build a ton of lower body strength as well as core strength because they're keeping a vest on and, and game on. Like we're moving in the right direction. Um, yeah. so I just try to meet them where they're at and, I, uh, yeah. And most I, of the time, especially with the guys in this, in, in, in our industry, they're going to, they're going to find something that, that they can do and we'll, we'll move forward. I, I think, I think that's a good point. And we were, we had mentioned elk, elk season and, and those things in the stair climb. And that, that's probably something I, I kind of realized years ago was, was figuring out what their motivation was. Right. Like, For sure. Yeah. Like not everybody is going to be motivated uh, by the job and, and, uh, and, and that, that's like crazy to me, but that, that's just the reality of it. Like some people like that, that's just not going to motivate them to, to, to work out. And, and I kind of over the last couple of years, I've come to realize just working with, with different guys that uh, yeah, some are motivated by the job. Uh, some are motivated by like their recreation. So we can think, you know, some are motivated on duty. Some are motivated by what they do off duty recreation, you know, um, if it, if it's hunting, skiing, uh, you know, the stair climb and those things. And then, you know, some just want to look good naked and, and totally. like, there's, there's no problem with that. Right. So, um, th those seem to be like the, the top three that almost, you know, everybody kind of fits into if it, if it's the duty, if it's what they do off duty, or they, they just want to look better naked. And so trying to find, you know, once you realize where they're coming from, like, you know, feeding that motivation, right. And then tying in, you know, your crew workout or, or whatever the workout of, of the day is and how that's going to support like their motivation. Right. 100%. And then also when they're in the weight room or on the, on the drill grounds or whatever, maybe we're pushing slides or dragging this or doing that, um, making the environment as hospitable as possible. Like, um, I don't need to like make a dude feel like garbage because he can't do X, Y, or Z. Right. I, I, I need to include them as much as possible. And I'm not talking like huggy feely, like everyone gets a trophy, but I have to meet them where they're at and then look at this on the long, on the long term. Um, sure. and, and if, if I'm, if I'm doing that, if my motivation is to make my crew better, if my motivation is to make them better, if my motivation is to, um, yeah, just to improve us as a whole, 
and they see that, um, they're much more apt to, to dive in or to, to have buy-in with what we're doing. Um, I learned a long time ago as a young man, I was, I was on a soapbox and I'd let them know just how unfit they were and that, that I had the answer. Uh, that was a terrible, went over yeah. really well. Oh God, man. <laughs> being married for 20 plus years has given me a lot of, uh, a lot of tools, man. And I figured out that, um, yeah, me leading with all my super cool knowledge is probably the last thing that needs to happen. So I'd much rather find some, some common ground and uh, look at it in this longer span and just, just every day, are we a little bit better? Yeah. Then awesome. Now the guy that's completely derelict and hasn't done anything to be fit and by fit, let's again, take that word out. Cause that can be off putting to a lot of people. Let's just say capable of doing the job on the fire ground. Sure. That may take a more immediate approach, right? Like if they are so, I get somebody new in and like they're huffing and puffing, moving up and down the stairs to our second floor at our, at our main station, that's a problem. And we're going to have to address that now. And maybe we don't have as much leeway on, um, on what they are, or aren't doing fitness wise. It's like, no, today we're going to be doing this and this, like, that's actually what's happening. Because, um, if you're going in on a hose line with me and, uh, I'm at half a bottle and you burn through yours, that's a problem because I don't get to go to work. And that's my favorite thing to do. Um, and now not only, not only can we not do work, but our company doesn't look, is it, <laughs> I want my company to be the very best, most hardworking company on the fire ground. And, and you're getting in the way of that. That's unacceptable to me. So, 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 so let's roll with, with that, with that person. Um, so, so you've got that person on your crew yeah, and they have, uh, you know, lost their fitness, right. At, sure. at some point we'll, we'll say that. Um, and they are a danger to themselves, uh, and, and your crew. What, what what does that do for you? Like, I mean, I would assume, or I won't assume I'll let you explain. Um, you've got a plan for the day. That person's on your company. You show up to do a crew workout. What does that crew workout look like now? Are you, are you changing that crew workout to support that one individual? Right. Like, you know, if, if you want to call them the weakest link or whatever, it's like, all right, is, is your plan changing now to focus, um, you know, what, what do they say? Rising tides. Uh, yeah. All ships, all ships. Like, yeah, all like are, are you, the tide. Yeah. So, so are you going to, are you going to accommodate the workout to focus solely on that person and then everyone else kind of join in or what, what would you do there? That'll be the focus. And it's not going to be yeah. punitive, man. I, again, sure. so they're there. Like, awesome. This is still a brother or sister fireman. Like it's not for me to like make them feel like dog shit. Right. Like they know that they know they're not where they need to be. So yeah, it'll be it, the focus will be on how we can make them better, um, how we can improve them, right? So on the physical side, we'll work that. And uh, as a company, if you know myself or one of the other guys doesn't feel like they've gotten quote unquote enough that day, it's like cool, you know, after dinner, go in and, and slay your biceps, whatever you need to do. I that's fine with me. Um, but yeah. the focus is on on um, the the person that needs the most work. Um, and we'll just, we'll work with them. And it's not just addressing their fitness at that point too, because looking at that, when I see somebody that's lost um, their connection with essentially with their body and their capabilities to do work, they're probably have neglected um, some of their fireground aptitudes as well. Right. So with that, it's like, cool, how can we get more efficient with your hose poles? How can we get quicker with your mask up? So if I can shave, you know, 
all these other things as well. If I can, if I can make their mask up time better, if they're more efficient throwing a ground ladder, if they're better at, you know, pulling hose, then we can soften, you know, some of the uh, inconsistency or the, um, the detriments of, of them not being as physically capable as they should be. And we'll just work on it as a whole. Um, I'm, and, and I'll do more work. I'm fine with that. Uh, I love to work. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a very simple human. I love to fight fire and I love my family. Like that, that's like, that's where I'm at. And so, uh, yeah, it just means like I'm working a little harder on the, on the, uh, on the hose line for a while. And that's fine. I'm okay with that. If their heart's in the right place, we're moving in the right direction. They got nothing but, um, positive energy coming from me. We're going to continue to move forward. So, yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, and, and also, I mean, if you, identify those fire ground skills, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's, if it's pulling a line or if it's uh, mask ups, you know, that in and of itself, if, if coupled together, like the designs that work out for itself, right? So for for that individual, it's like you start coupling those skills or figuring out a way, uh, get them in gear, uh, possibly on air. And now you're, you're working those skills. Uh, It's going to end up being, a nice conditioning piece for them as well. Right? No, it's huge, man. And, and you hit the nail on the head there. It, it's if I can combine the two game on, right? So when we say workout, it doesn't necessarily mean that I have to be in, in the weight room. You know, if we yeah. are getting after it on the drill grounds, if we are throwing ladders, pulling line and we're flowing, um, I, I don't need to go in and get a half hour on the treadmill, you know, or whatever sure. other, you know, things we're going to do. Um, and I have to pay attention to my company too. If, if, uh, if they're, you know, if they're blown out after, after some time on the, the drill grounds I've missed. So, um, I need to make sure I, I set them up for success, um, and, and get after it. We'll continue to, you know, um, to build again over that long, long span, right? Again, it's not sure. one month. It's not two months. It's not one year. It's like, this is the life of their career. How can I get them where they need to be? And with the, the, the cool thing about this, the fire ground stuff too, is that hopefully we can find a win in there for them, right? If they're right. just getting their asses handed to them in the weight room or, or on the drill grounds constantly, um, that's not fun. That's not fun. And that's not going to be good for anybody. So, um, and again, I'm not giving everybody a trophy, but there's going to be something that they excel in. And it's like, cool, let's get a win on that. Like, Hey, today, you know, um, weight room is rugged. Like you had, you know, it, it made your belly feel icky and, and we, we went, you know, we're not going to do that again. However, um, you know, your host pulls look fucking fabulous today, man. Like you got after it, you know, or, uh, yeah, we, you know, we did X, Y, and Z and your forceful entry stuff was game on today. So nice work. We're going to, you know, next round, we're going to hit this, this, and this. Um, and we may go right back to forceful entry again too, so that we can, um, reinforce, you know, them kicking ass and, uh, if they see that they're winning and that you're, you're one of them to succeed, man, they'll fucking work hard for you. So yeah. the assumption is, is that we've hired really good people, right? Like that's the assumption that's I'm luckily uh, I, I get to sit on our hiring board. I mean, we hire like a pluses. So, yeah. um, I mean, does, does anybody purposely hire a ship bag? No, God, no. I mean, they, yeah. they, they, they slipped through, man. They slipped through. <laughs> um, do you find their way? And, and here's, 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 and this is, I mean, this is, obviously just my, my, my opinion, but I, I look at, I look at, uh, I, I don't know that I've ever articulated this out loud besides like you and a couple other people, but, um, 
on um, when they're being interviewed, like that's their wedding day, right? Like they're giving you their very best. That's as good as they're going to look. Um, and so if you have somebody who's coming to you that is um, not bringing it on that day, like I, we can train for skills, we can train for skills, but I would suggest that physical capacity, i.e. like what they're bringing physically. And that this could be just a guy that is a really hard worker on um, um, as a construction worker. Like that's a different type of shape, man. That guy can work all freaking day. I yeah. don't need huge biceps. I don't need yeah. a swole zone. I need a guy that can work or a gal that can work. And so if they bring that, I look at that just as much as, you know, we, it's the classic, like, Oh, I really believe in integrity, right? Like integrity and all that stuff is, is part and parcel of what we're bringing in. But I would suggest that being physically capable of doing the job is the same. And um, if they're not bringing that on that, their quote unquote wedding day, like that's, that's going to be tough for me to, to pass you on to the next, uh, the next phase of our hiring process. Uh, so, so you brought two things to mind there. One, uh, so something I, I saw when we were doing our O course, uh, stuff, I mean, it, it is, it is work capacity, right? Like we're doing everything from, from climbing, climbing stairs, uh, and, and a ton of loaded carries in, in one way or another, whether it was a farmer carry, you had something on your shoulder, uh, you know, we were dragging sleds and, what I saw throughout, you know, each one of those is the people that did really well. Like, sure, you had your studs that were the athletes that, that you expected to do well. But then I also saw unexpected outliers. And they were people with, say, a construction background mm-hmm. or someone that, like, worked in the trades. It was like, oh, yeah, like, I, like I, I carry cement on, on my days off, right? Like, and you saw them, like, just crush crush totally. something like the O course because of like they, they come from a manual labor or, you know, they're doing stuff on their off days, whether it's hauling bricks, dirt, cement. And, and uh, it was really significant that you could see the type of that sort of work had on their like physical capacity. Yeah. It's the guy that's, that's one is the physical capacity. And then it's also the person. And I say guy, I mean, guy or girl, because yeah, yeah. you and I both watched, Captain Lempesis, right? Like one of our, like, she's been around for almost 20 years, 20 years, somewhere right in there, uh, female captains, man. And uh, she just gritty, bro. I remember talking to you, you were like, oh, she just didn't quit, right? She just got after it. Um, but uh, yeah, that the guy that's our guy or gal, it's, uh, it's comfortable with being uncomfortable. The one that's just prepared to work. Um, right. They, willing to grind. Willing to grind. Just man. willing to grind. Willing yeah. to grind. I don't need. I don't need somebody with six pack abs to do this job. I want somebody who's willing to grind and can lift can lift heavy things and and do it for a long time. Um, when I first got on, you know, when I did, uh, the trades were what was the dominant um, the dominant group of humans that were in there. It was you know on their side on the side gig. It was all everybody was doing their you know. They're pouring cement. Uh, They're framing houses, or they're you know whatever. There's a ton of construction background, um, and those guys were, yeah, it's a different breed. Um, our current hiring practices at Ampa Fire Department has actually we've started targeting that group more. Um, we've started working with uh, you know um, EMT qualifications, things like that. Again, hiring for the person, and then we can tra- we can train for the skills, and uh, that's been yeah. massive for me because I just I want really good humans that can do the job, and we can we can we can teach them to be EMTs, we can teach them to be you know paramedics, we can teach them to do this other stuff, um, hire 
dope humans who who can grind and and we'll have a a really really good fire department right so like uh hire for character train for skill so somebody pointed me in the direction of a book that talked about that. yeah that would be you yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. right that was the uh yeah. uh the talent war it was a talent war yeah right yeah, yeah. My, i think uh mike mike sorelli it was good it was a, it was a good book. book man it was yeah. a great book and 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 i took a lot of uh, a lot to heart with that book and um that was one of the biggest pieces i actually forwarded that information on to to our chief and was like this is the way we should be looking at at, uh, at hiring and um and we've done it our last few classes both for nampa fire department and with caldwell who are who um we're lucky enough to have in our academy with us right now they're they're hiring dope humans we're getting really really good recruits i'm i'm very happy with with who we're pulling right now uh with with hiring you know i was just thinking about this with the hiring process Mm -hmm. uh Typically, the like the physical test is one of the last things like in that hiring process, right? Like, right. Like commonly, you know, some sort of written uh, test followed up by uh, like an interview and then physical tests or mm-hmm. physical tests and interview, right? And your opinion on would putting the physical test first, having that being the first gate. Would that, what kind of out, um, what kind of impact would that have on the hiring process? Would, would it have, I mean, I, I was, I was trying to brainstorm on that and, and think, and it's like, you know, cause each one of those gates is, is you are, you know, people are disqualifying themselves, right. Like throughout right. that process. Um, and if you put the physical first and you had a physical standard, um, that does that change who you get in the end? It would, it, I think that, I think there's, there's some definite like traction there where you could, you could really think on that. Um, I think it depends on the physical test that you do. Cause right now, if, if that physical test is the CPAT, then no, it doesn't really have any impact on what we're doing because I think the base level of fitness or capabilities that are expected for that test for you to pass are so low that um, it doesn't really quote unquote, cool the herd uh, very much. If you sure. had a, uh, a tougher test, like our, our, um, more of like a lateral type test that we've, we've kind of played with the seven, five, seven or what have you, right. That one, um, is, is, is more fire ground specific and it, it requires a lot more out of the, uh, participants that one would call the herd and then, and we'd work from there. Um, logistically, I don't know what that looks like because it is so yeah. difficult to, you know, cause it takes so much time. So I do think the written has its place. Um, sure. and, uh, but yeah, and so right now, I think I think the lineup is is pretty is pretty good. Where we have the written, and that just says, hey, you have the you know the smarts to be able to 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 um, you know take on new tasks and, and new things, and, and hopefully understand them and be able to move forward. Um, sure. And then I mean, we do the uh, the CPAT before we do any of the the physicals or any of the I'm sorry the the interview board. Um, gotcha. But uh, so I think I think. Mainly yeah, it's a logistical and, issue. You and, know? Yeah, logistics. I mean, because your, your biggest funnel, right, is going to be that, that first one. Is the written, and, yeah. And typically, you know, any sort of physical testing uh, is going to be man, you know, it's going to take manpower. Like, right. you know, one of the simplest ones that requires the least amount of manpower is something like a mile and a half run, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, totally. But outside of that, um, a lot easier to start the the widest part of the funnel with with a written and with a written and go yeah, from there and just bring it yeah. down um 
and that, you know, and, and the hard part is that written has its own, um, uh, proclivities, right? Like it's pointing us in one direction or other. Sure. People. It's, it's biased for sure. It's, it's totally biased. And we miss out on a lot of like dope humans because they quote unquote can't test well. Um, yeah. and, um, and I, I don't disagree with them. There's a lot of people that just don't test well, but they're wicked sharp. Um, and would make dope firemen, but there has to be some sort of objective deal to get them in. And I, I don't have the answer. Um, but, uh, I've watched, you know, or I've experienced really, really smart people, like multiple master's degrees, just bomb that fireman test. And you're like, oh my God, if this person with yeah. multiple master's degrees can't pass it, what are we doing? Um, <sighs> but, uh, once they figured out the test, they came back and absolutely crushed it. But, uh, yeah, there has to be, I guess there has to be a funnel somewhere and, there's a, I don't know, study harder, I guess, study harder yeah. and, and, and get there. So true. Um, have you seen a, a change in the level of, uh, say fitness, um, in, in the recruits that we're getting, you know, say, I, over the last yeah. couple of years, have you seen any sort of, you know, cause they're, they're seeing it. Like in the military, right? Where right. I, I want to say, like, I want, did I read like thirty percent of our force is undeployable, right? And then recruiting is down, totally. uh, just simply because like they aren't, they they can't even pass like the standard, like physical, right? Uh, are, are we seeing that sort of decline in the recruits coming into the fire service? So that's that is uh, no, yes and no. So. Um, <laughs> There, so again, our litmus test is the CPAT, and I'm seeing um, when we administer that, I'm, I don't see the amount of failures that we used to have, which which doesn't line up with what we see in the normal populace, right? Um, the people we're picking up on the job are not getting smaller. <laughs> They're not getting smaller, right? Um, uh, being unhealthy is the, uh, the way of the American walk right now. And so, um, but the folks that we're getting, and I don't, I mean, this, I can only speak to Nampa firefighters and uh, Caldwell fire department because I'm, I'm seeing them as well. Um, the vast majority of folks that come are, are, are getting after it in the CPAT and they're moving right through it. Um, we also saw it, uh, you and I both have the, uh, the um, opera have had the opportunity to work with and coach um, CWI. So our local community colleges, fire service um, technology coursework um, and, and the vast majority of those students come in um, in okay shape, decent shape. Sure. And, uh, you know, they, um, they end up, you know, getting after it. I, overall, I think the job of firefighting from what I've, I've witnessed is not as appealing to people. Um, they would rather do something else, i.e. like, be an influencer or some other, I, I don't know what that means, but they're, they're wanting to do something else. So the ones that actually want to do the job seem to be on top of their game and actually want, like they, they, they get it a little bit more maybe because they, um, yeah, because that, that's what they want to do. And so they, they identify with the, what they assume to be the culture, which is to be physically capable. And so they get themselves in that, in that, um, that type of shape, but I haven't seen it. I wish I did. I wish there was like a direct correlation. Like, Oh yeah, the military, it sucks. And you know, when it comes to like that, wow, that sounds really terrible. The not military doesn't suck. My whole family <laughs> serves. I'm the only one that has it. That's terrible. Oh man. Um, That's cool. That's going to make a good sound bite, yes, dude. Please. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just take that right out. 
I will. I'll just, I will. Yeah, I will. and just highlight it there, and I'll <laughs> wait for all the social media uh, yes. dunes to come after me. Yes. Um, the they have. St- I think they have such a larger group of humans that they have to get right. It's such a large um, population of people, so many numbers that, um, like anything else, they're going to have that many more really uber fit people that many more, you know, middle yeah. of the road. And then that many more that are, that are really physically incapable of doing the work. Um, and then also military wise, right. They, they have a ton of different, um, MLSs, like different jobs. And so it's not necessarily, someone's not going in to be a pipe hitter, right. They're going into yeah, yeah. like, I'm going in to be a clerk. Like they're not wanting sure. to be physically fit. It's not something that drives them versus sure. firefighting. They, they at least know that like, Oh yeah, I need to, I need to be able to do this. So maybe, I don't know. That's just my, my, uh, common man. Look at that. So, sure. Uh, so kind of on, on, on testing. So, mm-hmm. uh, annual fit for duty test. So, totally. you know, we, we've had conversations about this. It, it's, uh, it is a controversial topic. Uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, let's, let's do it, man. Let's, yeah. let's talk about it. Sure. Uh, we do the, you know, our, our annual like physicals, uh, which includes, you know, a treadmill test and, and those right. things. And I think the, you know, the common misconception is that that treadmill test is some sort of fit for duty, like assessment, um, which, which it's not. No, uh, that, 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 that is a, uh, a health assessment, right? So testing, uh, your cardiac health, um, and then it's taking you, you know, on a cardiac stress test at, at that, where it's taking you to, you know, the minimum, uh, required METs. And that was determined by the NFPA of 12 METs and then measuring to see if, if your heart can actually handle that stress. Um, so kind of with, with that. Uh, do you see like, uh, value in having like an annual fit for duty test and, and, and what would that look like? Um, so annual fit for duty test. Yes. I see a ton of value in it. Um, as a young fireman, I, you know, um, I had the same opinion and I, it was mind blowing to me that we would come on and they say, Hey, this has to happen. This is the very base minimum level of physical capacity that you have to have. Even if it was just picking up a dummy running back, you know, up and down the stairs, like when I came on. Um, but as soon as you go on, it's like, Nope, we're good. We're good. from here on out. You're good. Um, yeah. give you this cool medical assessment, which the vast majority of departments don't even do that. Right. I mean, we're, sure. we're, we, are very lucky to have, you know, um, a medical assessment where, where our cardiac history is. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's actually saved. You and I both know it's saved multiple guys in our department. They've found mm-hmm. video makers. They've done, you know, they've done some really cool stuff and, and saved some lives with that. Um, but I think that, uh, I think it's out of, it's out of character for us to, for the type of individuals that we are, to not want to be, to make sure you can call it tested or just be assured that you can still do the job every year. Um, yeah. And, uh, if anything, just to like, let you know that you're, you're in the type of, um, condition to be good enough for your brother and sister that you're serving with. Like, I don't even see it as like a, I, I truly see it as like, Hey, this is just an indication. I'm good enough to be here for you. Um, Right. I, I think everything we do is in teams. Everything we do is in at least, you know, is in a pair. 
I want to make sure that everyone knows that I'm in good enough shape to be there. Um, sure. The, the, the going conversation or um, like stuff that I heard when I was a young fireman was, hey, you're a young guy. So you don't know what it's like, you know, 20 years on the job, your body's gonna be banged up, you're older, it looks different. And um, I, I agree with you, it does. Um, I've been injured uh, a shit ton. I've had a lot of injuries. I've had, um, I'm not a big guy to begin with, you know, I'm like five, six on a good day. And so I get that. Um, I, I don't sleep a lot. I, I should, there's a lot of things I should be doing better for my body. And so it does look different now uh, at this stage of my career. However, hard stop. Like the fire has no idea. The fire has no idea um, how many years I've been on the job. It has no idea what my day looks like. It doesn't actually doesn't give a fuck. So for me, I think an annual test is is something we should be doing. And I know it's not looked at as being um, like favorably on the on the union side of stuff. And um, and I'm a I'm a proud union member, man. I, I love it. Um, but I think we're missing. I think we're missing a little bit there. It's looked at as a negative connotation. Um, but it's an affirmation that you can do the job both for you and for the guy next to you. Um, yeah. and, uh, you know, we lose guys based on, um, overexertion, uh, on this job. Like that's like our main killer, right? Overexertion leading to cardiac issues. And if we had an annual, um, you know, fit for duty and, uh, annual medical testing, um, I think a lot of those would be found. I, I think that guys yeah. would be in good enough shape to pass those things. And we, we wouldn't see those overexertion, um, tragedies. And so yeah. not only, yeah. So not only does it allow us to know that we can do the job, but man, it saves us from ourselves. Cause here's the, here's the thing, like guys are going to answer the call regardless, right? Sure. Whether they have the ability or um, physicality to do the job. Like we, we work with true, true heroes to our left and our right, man. I truly believe that they're amazing humans. They've dedicated their whole lives to helping other people. And even if they're not in the type of shape that they need to be in, they will get up. They'll put, you know, they'll get after it. They, they will work so hard that they then, you know, die the next day. And yeah. um, that's, it's tragic because if we annually make sure guys were in the type of place they could be, you know, hopefully we could avert that. Cause we've lost really, really amazing. Yeah. Humans, great firemen. True. We, heroes, we'd be saving lives, you know? man. Hell yeah. We'd they'd be saving lives. Doing, you could be saving the lives of the guys that we work with. And that's massive to me. Um, well, and, and I think, you know, like with that said, like, yeah, it's, it's definitely not favor favorable to, to a lot. Right. Because mm -hmm. it has the, the negative, like the punitive aspect to it. Right. And I, I think, you know, to, to combat that, it has to be set up in a way that uh, like, it's an annual test that has stages of, you know, rehabilitation, right? Sure. So, um, and, and it's a long process, right? So to have an annual test, okay, like you didn't, you didn't pass it, right? You know, whatever that passing score is, but having it set up so that, um, what, what does that look like for that member? Uh, and, and I've, I've talked to some people and, and heard of departments, you know, doing this where it's like, all right, like didn't pass it. You've got six months, like, uh, you know, to work on your like strength and conditioning or fitness, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and, you know, hopefully this has just been, uh, you know, an eye opener for you. Here are the department resources. Uh, and then we'll, we'll retest in six months. And then if they don't pass it after those six months, it's like, okay, um, now we're going to need to help you a little bit more. So does that look like, all right, we'll, we'll assign you, uh, 
you know, a, a pure fitness trainer, or maybe that looks like we're going to put you on light duty or something like that. And then give you the resources to, you know, we're going to, and then test you another six months. And, you know, so, so if you do have an annual test, it is set up in a way to support the, the member versus just being this punitive thing of, of trying to take jobs. It's like, no, it's, it's an assessment to look at where you're at. And then if we identify a weakness, uh, to set up the resources for you to support you in getting back to, to where you should be so that you are healthy, so that you, you do go home, right? So that your wife and kids don't, don't lose you. Like the department is supporting you and looking after you that way, right? Possibly saving your life uh, versus, you know, allowing you to go in that situation that you just didn't realize um, that your heart wasn't healthy enough to do that, right? Yeah. And I only had the experience with my own department and I would suggest that my department actually, that's, I mean, that's how we approach it. Um, ours is not, it's not mandatory. Um, we, you know, we have this O course that allows us to get out there and get after it and, and do some work in our gear and, and make fire ground shapes. And, um, the intention is, uh, that if you aren't where you need to be, that we have resources for you so you can get there. And as long as you're, you know, continuing to progress, like there's no, there's no, there is no punitive action to it. And, and, um, I know there's departments that don't have an admin that's supportive in that way. And uh, I wouldn't know how to navigate that. That's not my experience. I wouldn't know. My department is very supportive, both uh, union-wise and admin-wise when it comes to yeah. our, our, our members' health. And so um, I think that's the only way to do it is to not make it negative. There has to be a, a mindset shift and a, a look at, <clears throat> at your physical capacity as the same as your EMT license, right? Um, you, you have to, yeah, you have to do X number of like things to make sure you're, you're good to go every, you know, every three years or whatever it is. Um, you know, uh, cops have to have to go in and they have to shoot well, you know, and, and be able to pass that to, 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 to maintain their, their, um, ability to enforce the law. Um, I just, if you asked any civilian, any lay person, whether or not there's an annual test for firefighters, like, I mean, they make sure you guys are still in shape, right? They would tell you. Um, well, of course, like they wouldn't, they would, it would fucking blow their minds. If you're like, nope, as <laughs> soon as you get in, like you're good, like uh, yeah. it's good. Right. Like in, in their expectation now, granted, like we could get into the stuff like they, yeah, they, yeah. they don't want to pay their taxes. They don't give a shit sure. about you getting up in the middle of the night. They abuse all the abuses of the system, whatever. Like that runs, that's a parallel conversation. And yeah. I would probably high five you as you talked about that and laugh and, and tell you you're right a million times over. But firemen, myself included, you know, like all of us are okay with people thinking that we can get there and kick ass, right? And I actually, I think I'm going to take this from whoever said it, but like they, when they call, they assume they're getting the A team. They assume they're getting like all the pipe hitters. They assume not necessarily the guy in the calendar with all the apps, but they are assuming the guys showing up are physically capable to do the job and are willing to like lay down their lives. And that is kind of that unspoken agreement between the general public and us. And that's why people like us so much. Right. Um, and we're, we're more than willing to like be okay with, with people thinking that um, we should back that up with, with our actions. And I think sure. one of those actions would be to, you know, have a annual physical test to make sure we're just capable of doing the job. And again, 
I've been doing the job a, a, a long time and, and I, I haven't run nearly as many runs as some guys. I run more than others. Um, but like, I get wear and tear. I get wear and tear, man. Like my knees hurt, my shoulders are sore, like all those things. Like I understand that. Um, and I'm experiencing it, but I still recognize that I need to be physically capable of doing the job. And if I, if I find that I can't based on this test, I'm either going to address it and get myself where I need to be, or I need to, uh, I need to find something else to do Sure, straight up. So with, with that said, mm-hmm. uh, with, with starting to experience some, some wear and tear, right. Sure. What is, uh, what does your daily workout look like? And, and we'll, we'll compare, say, what does your daily workout look like on shift right. versus what does it look like off shift? Are they, are they different or maybe they're the same? Um, a lot of times they look, they look pretty similar. Um, but on shift, uh, all too often my, my time frame gets compressed. My guys might be able to catch the whole workout. Um, if I get pulled into the office in the middle of it, they're going to continue to do their thing. If something else happens, um, I'm going to step away so they can continue to work out and then I'll, I'll find what I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll dive in, um, on duty. It, it is, it normally doesn't stretch for more than an hour. It may look like 40 minutes. And this is me telling you earlier that everyone in Nampa fire culturally does one hour, right? So already tell them full of shit. Um, but, uh, a lot of times it's going to look like, uh, some sort of strength piece. Um, and that may look like an every minute type piece. Um, for me personally, you know, a lot of times we'll end up going, Hey, we only have this much time before we have whatever. So, um, you know, the, the time frame in between reps or between sets may look like we have three or four of us in there and your rest period is, is how long it takes for all four of us to do, do that movement. Right. Um, sure. we'll go back, we'll go to squatting, right? Like, okay, we're all going to squat. And unfortunately at my height, we're all going to squat off the bar that Frank put on there. Cause I'm a midget yeah. and I can't get the other ones. Right. Um, and it's like, yeah, most dangerous rest. thing they're, they're going to do is unrack that bar. The most dangerous thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Cause it's like, <laughs> at, like below their navel level. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I just, might as well make... just your back squat is Dude. there. Like Zercher squat. Like, 100%. Yeah. yeah. They're doing yeah. like some Perfect. sort of like quasi bullshit. Good morning to get into position. And yeah, um, S- super safe. And I'm already talking shit, you know, like, Oh man, like it looks heavy for you. They're like, no, I can't, I can't yeah. get down there. Um, Blame your parents. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. By my parents, I do for many things. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it may look like something like that. And then we will, we'll dive into something, some sort of gross conditioning, um, ball slams. Uh, we have a lot of sandbags, uh, in and out, um, through Nampa fire. And, uh, so it'll be a sandbag workout, something like that. It may be, um, repeats when it comes to a, uh, like a run around the station. Um, and then calisthenics, right. Burpees, up downs, push ups, something like that. Very basic stuff that is, um, that we can all do. Um, a lot of times we'll, we'll do it as, um, you know, like we're going to work out for 10 minutes. Um, and, and it'll be just, you know, like an AMRAP. So it's X, X, X. Um, and the intention there is that we're all at different fitness levels. I really just need them to work out for 10 minutes. I don't care, um, that who, who quote unquote wins. I just want them moving for 10 minutes. And so if I just have sure. a set time frame. It allows everybody to be doing this, you know, everyone to be working for the same amount of time. No one looks like an asshole. Everybody's just moving and, and away we go. It's just easier. That used to be for me not making other guys feel bad about themselves. But now, like, my guys are all pretty damn fit. And it's so yeah. I don't feel bad about myself. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the tables have turned. I'm now the uh, little slower, you know, 
My wife calls me sturdy. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, still a little, I'm not a little sturdier than, than he used to be, for That's sure. That's fact. That's fact. Uh, okay, so, so you, <laughs> you're, uh, you've got 10 minutes to work out. Yep. How much time is uh, allotted to a warm-up for you? Oh my God. Are we, are we doing this as an honest thing, Haskins? Oh man, because, dude, you, 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 know, you know what I'm going to say. So man, the, the, yeah, I mean, I, I, out. there it she, is. She just don't work out. She just, she just don't warm up, bro. Um, yeah. I, such a terrible thing to say out loud. I, I like literally my wife, oh, man. she allows me to go there. Um, I've been like training people for 25 plus years and, uh, normally yeah, my first few reps or my first, uh, you know, movements are slower and not as intense. And I normally warm up as I'm going uh, because. Which, which uh, is weird because, you know, weird. oftentimes you take your shirt off before. <laughs> and so I would appear that, yeah. that that you're warm and that's why you're taking taking your shirt off. But one, I mean, one would I, think, you know. I don't do that as much as I used to. Like I used to do no. it all the time. But like, yeah. It's a little less abs right now. I'm not, I'm not as quick, you know, more, more tattoos, but less abs. Um, sure. yeah, my warmups, I, I'm a, I have a, I don't know, like I've never been diagnosed, but I have trouble paying attention. So, um, I'm like, God, I got, I only have so much time. If I spend 10 minutes warming up, which I should, um, I would be done with the time allotted for whatever it is I had to do. So, um, and that even accounts at home, I mean, I've got two teenagers that are in competitive sports and, and, uh, I'm dude, I have like zero time. And you would think I had time and I work I, a ton of overtime and I find myself at the Academy, you know, almost every day that I can be down there to help out with our recruits. And so, um, so it's not just at the department, it's at home. You know, a lot of times I'm looking at 20 to 30 minutes max. And so, yeah. um, my rest periods are, are normally, um, like if I go to squat, I'll squat and then run like 100 meters or 200 meters on my, on an assault runner as my rest in between. Um, so I can catch a little bit of cardiovascular stuff and then dive back into, to, um, to warming into, into lifting. Um, and it is, uh, it works for me. Um, if I, if, if I had a perfect world, no, I would, I would definitely spend more time. I would, I would warm up. I do all those things, but legitimately, um, my life is not my own. And, uh, I just try to squeeze in whatever, you know, whatever I can, whenever I can. And, uh, doing that five or six times a week has kept me in pretty damn good shape. Um, yeah. I could be in better shape. Uh, everyone could, but, uh, this is, this is where my life is at right now. And this is, this is how I have to address it. Well, and, and, you know, I, I hate to give you any sort of credit. Uh, yeah, I, I that's, know, that's, I know. that's, that's not what, what we do, but, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, you said in the beginning, you know, maybe your first couple of minutes, first couple of reps, first couple of rounds or whatever, isn't at, at the intensity, uh, that it turns into later. And, right. And I, I, I think that's important to know, right? Like, you know, if, if you only have an allotted amount of time and, it, and it's short uh, yeah. and you've got, you've got a 10 minute workout, you know, and, and instead of it being this like perfect, like, oh man, uh, I, I do my warm up, then my strength, then my workout, then my cool down and those things. Well, if you don't have time to do those things, like what, what do you, what do you cut out? Right. And, and when you, when you strip it all the way down, like the last thing standing, um, you know, is, is your workout is your conditioning. Yeah. And maybe the first couple of minutes looks like your warm up, and that's going to take some discipline, right? Of like, Hey man. And, and, and maybe like, uh, being younger, that was a little harder not to just go out of the gates at, at, uh, you know, um, a hundred miles an hour. 
But in the end, if, if you've only got 15 minutes, then maybe it is a 15 minute AMRAP. Uh, and then having the discipline to say, man, I'm, I'm going to start this thing slow. And then as you start to warm up, like, you know, you really, you know, you break late, right? Like you, yeah. 100%. Uh, you, you, ha- you hammer it down the back end. Yeah. And, 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 and to you, like you said, it, man, that keeps you getting in five to six sessions a week. Yeah. Right. Like, like consistency. So, um, sounds like that approach is, is working pretty well. It's, man. it's working as well as it can. <laughs> and, and I would suggest also too, like the movements are, um, are definitely more, uh, they're not as complicated, right? Like I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to just dive into like a, you know, a snatch or something like that. That's just not, and it's not some, that's not something I do at the firehouse anyways. If I'm at home or I'm in the gym, I'm properly warmed up and I'm, I'm that's then, then that's, I get, I kind of have more free reign. I can have a good time. I can do more complicated movements. Um, and, uh, and that, that looks different for my conditioning and for my workouts, both at home and at, uh, at the, at, at the, uh, at the firehouse, nothing is that complicated. I mean, a power clean is about as complicated as I go when it comes to Olympic lifts. And, uh, and it's yeah. not even like a, like it's, and it is full on a power clean. It's not going to be a squat clean or anything like that. Right. Um, it is going to be very basic base level movements because, um, all too often, especially the second day, like I'm ripped, man, we slept for three hours, broken up. You know, sure. I'm on six cups of coffee. I haven't gotten to my afternoon Red Bull yet. I'm a you, mess. You, you spent all night running possible falls. Possible and, falls, uh, right? That's the, poss- new, that's possible the latest. Possible fall. Yeah. It's yeah. a possible it's fall. We're sending PD as well. <laughs> no one knows what that means. No one knows what it means, right? But it's going to uh, involve poo and someone telling you, uh, you know, uh, something that you needed to know at three in the morning. So, yeah, yeah possible fall. That was epic. Possible yeah. fall. Uh, feel good. So, uh, workouts off duty. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of dove into it, uh, possibly have more time, but yeah. maybe looks a little bit more technical. Uh, and you know, the intensity, uh, can be higher. I, I know something you used to say, like, like it's really easy, like, uh, uh, speedometer, you know, on, on duty, you've always said, you know, s- save some for the citizens. Right. Right. So, you know, at any point, and that's something we've done in our seminars is when we're doing workouts, you know, stopping people, uh, unknown times and saying, you know, could you respond right now? Totally. And, and, it, and it's an eye opener for a lot. Cause they're like, Oh man, I couldn't get turned out right now. It's like, well, that, that's a lesson in, you know, where your intensity should be. So on duty intensity, a little lower, right? So maintaining, uh, you're, you're still getting in a good workout, but like you, you've said a lot, you know, save some for the citizens and then off duty, you know, that might be when those workouts look like, you know, the sizzling bacon, you know, afterwards where, where you're hitting the ground and you're, you're just cashed out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I may look like some sizzling bacon when I'm done. I, I have a innate ability to uh, turn off my um, ability to make <laughs> uh, good decisions when it comes to um, when I should stop or slow down. Um, not, not to the like detriment of form or like hurt myself, you know, um, not, not that, but, um, I do like, I've never been a phenomenal athlete, but I've always been able to, um, endure more being more uncomfortable than, than normal humans. Um, and so that's, that's been like my, my superpower is just being able to, uh, kind of turn, turn the lights off and just go. And so, um, so at home, yeah, or in the gym, when I have that opportunity, that's, that's where that happens. 
And um, you can see great progress for that. And truthfully, that's like so much fun. That's what that's what drew me to to to, um, to CrossFit was really being able to get really uncomfortable um, working out with a bunch of other people and just have a really good time. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's CrossFit. If you took that out and and um, you just said community, it's just it's the people, right? Like the people that sure. are there is is really why why most of us go. Um, it's the same thing with the fire service. Um, I love fighting fire, but I love the people that I work with even more. And so it's the same thing. You find really good humans and, and that's where you stay. Did, uh, did you get that, um, like that pain tolerance, uh, during your time in the teams with Jocko? Is that, is that when, <laughs> uh, yeah. And the Wasatch front, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, man. this would be the next best, uh, audio clip you can take from this. Um, was the random disparaging thing that, cause I couldn't find my words that I earlier said. And then the fact that I'm now a team guy with Jocko, those will both go really well. Yeah. Um, great story behind that of me saying the dumbest shit ever to Jocko at a, uh, at a conference. I, I told him he wasn't nearly, um, as tall in person as he sounded, um, on his podcast. I, I believe the line was, you sound bigger on your yeah. podcast. Yeah. And then he told me if I was any fucking bigger, I'd be a bullet catcher. And that, uh, he, yeah, I'm not normally found to not have words, but that, that stumped me right there. Oh, done. God, so, it, was, it, was, he, it was so good. Then he crushed me for the next like four hours. It was awesome. Just making, yeah. it was a good day. It was a good day. I felt, I yeah. felt good about that. So. Well, it's not an opportunity to bring up, uh, bring up some, some, some good history there. Appreciate that. It was awesome. Uh, you got any fitness goals for the upcoming year? I know we're, uh, we're kind of rounding out the uh, end of 2022, uh, probably gone through or, or going to go through your an- annual physical and, and those right. things. Uh, you got any specific, uh, fitness goals and, and that can be yeah. like we talked about, that can be, uh, you know, on duty that can, that can be for the job that can right. be for, for recreation, or, uh, maybe you just want to see that six pack again. I, you know, any, any one of those, any is, one of those is yeah. good. Man. Um, no, that's, that's great. Like I, uh, objectively, I'd like to get my lifts up. Um, I'm, I'm, str- I'm probably as strong, if not stronger than I've ever been. I just want to continue to do that and, and not, not, um, yeah, I'm not looking for like, gosh, how do I take this? The stronger I am, uh, the more capable I am on the fire ground. And so for me being as, as strong as I can be is, is, uh, is tantamount to being, or having the ability to best firefighter I can be on the fire ground. And so that's massive. Um, I just want to continue to, to gain strength, um, objectively up in like the mid mid fours for, for dead and for, for squat, which is a 45 year old guy, um, isn't too shabby. Um, that, that, that's what I'm looking for objectively. Um, I would also like to, uh, to, uh, be that much faster in our, um, our, uh, uh, our O course. Um, I, the, the, the quote unquote score that I put up, it's only, it's only mine to have. I'd like to, to yeah. perform myself from last year awesome. and, um, I'm excited. I mean, it's just a snapshot for where you were that day, but sure. I'd like to beat me that day. So Man, from I, last I, year, I, I, I've always thought like kind of jealous of the, uh, like, you know, our new folks that just went through it, mm-hmm. you know, how, how cool would it be to get that snapshot at the beginning of your career? Right. And, and then my only objective for them would be, you know, 20 years later, like just maintain that time. That's all you totally. got to do. Like yeah. if, if you could do that, um, man, uh, things, things would be looking pretty good. 
Yeah, um, that's it. I mean, and, and we say only do that, you know, it's like, Hey, I need you to navigate, um, injuries. I need you to navigate yeah. uh, the stresses yeah. of the job, uh, yeah. kids, uh, your family, you know, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. like the rest of us, I've got like not two, but like three and four, you know, jobs that I, uh, keep saying yes to like navigate all that shit while you have yeah. way less time and then stay as physically capable. Um, and I guess the answer there is you can do it. You just have to decide to, to be, um, yeah, just to, to grind and just to do, do a little something every day. And that, that's what yeah. gets us there. It's that consistency is what gets us there. Um, sure. yeah, it's not the flash in the pan. It's not the, uh, you know, Oh, it's January. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Like that could be great impetus or a start to getting you going again. Um, and I, I don't, I, everyone has their own way of doing things, but, um, yeah. really it's just like every day, you know, just do something and, and you'll be in a better place. So dude, if, if, if you started this job and you, your goal was just to lose one pound a year in, in, in 20 years, man. Right. Yeah. Like, like, uh, I think I got that from like Dan, John, you know, mm-hmm. he, he, uh, he's got some good stuff, but yeah, just having that simple goal of, man, if I, if I just went to lose one pound a year, you right. know, where would I be in, in 30 years? And, th- and that's if you wanted to lose weight, right? Totally. Yeah. And you flip the script on that and you say, I want to gain one pound a year, you know, yeah. or, or, you know, a month or what have you in, in whatever lifts. And suddenly, you know, you're a, 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 not suddenly over time, you're a monster. It's that incremental, yeah. um, small, you know, um, positive, percentage points that, that boost that they give us the overall growth. Right. Yeah. Um, well, and, 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 and you bring up a, a good point. I meant to talk about this earlier, like, you know, I've worked with, with athletes and, and I uh, even think, you know, a guy like Matt Wenning talks about this, but you know, when you look at say a professional football player, like how, how long is their career? Right. Right. Uh, I think, I think average is, is maybe three to five years. Like it's, it's something short, like in the, yeah. NFL. And I, I feel like the five years is like way tops it might, might be long. Yeah. yeah. So, sure. so I, I want to say like three and a half. Um, and so, you know, when they're training at, at the highest level, right. Like, and, and you're training these specialized athletes and those things, it's like, you're really looking at a career of, you know, uh, three to five years, some sports are going longer, but significantly smaller. And, and I think that's what makes, you know, whether you want to call it tactical population or, or, or whatever, just the fire service in general, when, when you're training for the job, like our line of work, that that's a different monster. Like the, you're looking at a career lifespan of for many, you know, you're, you're just hoping to get 20 years. And, and I, and unfortunately, you know, like because of what the job has you, uh, I think it's pretty difficult to make it 20 years. Um, and so taking that approach, with your training of like, Hey man, this is a 20 year, uh, training, like training span, you know, versus like the, the four year, like Olympic window. Right. And so maybe that does look like, man, my only goal is to add one pound a month to each one of my lifts or something like that. And, And over a 20 year career, man, if you were just to maintain your strength from, from the, the day you started to the day you ended, Man, would you be happy with that? Well, yeah. I mean, for you should be. You should be when it comes to the things that have happened. Everyone's motivated and and you know has different personal goals. And um, I'm I'll have thirty plus years on the job for me to be able to retire out fully. Um, and uh, yeah, I I 
I mean, I just want to be better than I was when I came on. Like I have sure. a totally different body. I'm 60 pounds. I'm like, I'm 60 pounds heavier than when I got on. Um, and, uh, I do, be- I do better. I do work on the fire ground. I'm much, I'm yeah. a much better, much better fireman than I was when I came on. I'm a much better fireman than I was, uh, 10 years on. And I, I hope to continue to just, um, when I leave, I, I, I want to leave on my own terms. I want to leave knowing I can do the job. I mean, this is the same reason why I didn't test for, you know, for promotion is because I, I love doing work and I want to continue to, uh, to excel and just to be better. I always have something to learn. Um, and I can always be more physically capable. And so I do think, um, maintaining your physicality and maintaining your fitness, if you came in really good, is a, a huge goal and, and something to be very, um, thankful for if you maintain that throughout the whole, your whole, you know, career. Um, for me personally, I just, I'm just continuously striving to be better. And, uh, well, and, and, yeah. and that 60 pounds is as much as I, is an opportunity to give you a hard time. I mean, that's, sure. uh, like that goes back to when we first started training together. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that's body armor, right? Yeah. You've put 100%. On, that's that a lot of that is lean body mass. Right. Right. And, and so, um, a lot of that has, has served you versus, uh, I heard the term non-functional mass, right? So it's not like you got 60 pounds of non-functional mass that, that you've added. That's significant right. amount of lean, lean muscle mass. So, yeah, it, um, it's, I mean, yeah, it's cushion, man. Like, uh, you know, uh, ceilings, everything else dropping on you, you know, just, just decide what it is like, uh, forcing doors and, um, carrying ladders, like as a, as a smaller guy, the, the, the more muscle mass I can have is, is, um, that's all, it's all good for me. So you mentioned want to get want to get stronger, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you've got lifts and 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 goals for for twenty twenty three. I'm gonna make make a friend happy with this question. So talking about strength, what do you uh, what, what do you think about strength standards for the fire service? So we we've got like an aerobic standard, right? So right. We, we've got twelve mets. What do you think about a, a strength standard? So nerd, nerding out here, there are some great studies and I sent one to you recently on like push-up metrics. Push-ups, right? yeah. Yeah. And so do I think that there is efficacy behind um, – and, 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 and gosh, I think you even had one on bench press. Um, but, you know, there's different lifts, uh, even, even push-ups, that can predict um, – your your health and well-being throughout the fire service and and, and possible cardiac implications um and that's just facts like that's just there the the science is behind it um but it's a weird slippery slope too when you're like uh you know i think of like like i have um specific firefighters in mind at um on our department that aren't aren't big people and they're wicked strong and uh you know do you do you uh, then say, Hey, based on your size, you have to be able to lift this much. Is it a percentage of your body weight? Um, sure. It's, there's so many factors. Um, yeah. I think something like, I think that, that, uh, yeah, like be it pushups or whatever, like, I mean, the mile and a half run is great because it, it gives you a great VO2 like metric that you can then play with. Um, but yeah, I mean, guys, ha- you have to be strong. You have to be strong. I don't have this specific answer, but I do think yeah. something. And I, I think that, I don't think it'd be out of reach for a lot of our firemen. A vast majority of guys I work with are, are, um, are goons, man. They're pretty, they're, they're pretty strong. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I think there, I think there's something there for sure. I do. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 
I, I start to veer towards the, the relative like strength. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's pretty reasonable. Sure. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, uh, two times body weight deadlift and, and, and those things, can you, can you press uh body weight overhead? Um, you know, and, and like that, that's legit, man. Like body weight overhead. But body weight if, overhead is is that's <laughs> yeah. If nothing, if nothing from the from the nipples down is moving, and you're pressing body weight, like you're a yeah. monster. I don't care yeah. if you weigh one thirty five and you're pressing one thirty five, you're a beast. Man, um, I, I I would I would be curious to see what what those sorts of metrics would have on uh, like injuries, right? So if, if sure. you had a standard of of uh, you know need to be able to you know overhead press. Uh, three quarters of of your body weight, right? And, right? and if you had to be able to do that annually, what what sort of impact would that have on shoulder injuries? Sure. Um, you know, I'd be like, well, your your shoulder's strong enough to handle body weight o- overhead, or do people just destroy their shoulders uh, trying to train to get body weight overhead? Um, well, I think the answer on that is is yes. Because yeah. people like you, you, you know, like I think that I think that metric is is awesome, and and uh, I, I need to work on my press if that's what we're going to be instituting you, tomorrow. Oh man, um, you, you got a good press. So, so I, I do have a good press, but that that's wicked strong. Uh, I need to be a little less of me, uh, a little less bourbon, uh, a little less cheesecake that that uh, we had at the station the other night. Um, but uh, I think that unfortunately, the access for a lot of guys to um, to uh safe and like like training that's that is um that is that is meant for the job or or, or that is safe is is it's out there but like finding it's very difficult there's so much um you know there's so much chatter about this and that so i mean obviously um the products that that uh i mean you're the, the the brain behind because you're wicked smart um that stuff is phenomenal um but you you know i've talked at length that most uh, college and pro athletes have somehow survived their strength conditioning programs. Yeah. You know, they, they've yeah. outlived the poor, the poor programming that they've been given. And yeah. I think most people are experienced and that's, that's top level athletes. So most people, they, they got there the like it in spite of themselves like One, somehow and, and in, somehow. Yes. Yes. And in spite of the stuff that they've, you know, gleaned off the, the interweb on their TikTokings or whatever sure. other things that they're doing. So, um, if we had safe and like really good, and I hate saying safe cause it sounds lame, but like, you know, stuff that, that, um, yeah, that was backed with really good methodology. Um, then I think then, then game on. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. You have to figure that out. They just have to, yeah, they'd have to find good programming and then, and then they'd be good to go. Then I'd be, it'd be super fun. So, um, let's see, we'll, we'll try to wrap up here, man. Sure. God, we, we, we could go for a while. Um, I know. It's awesome. I have to like get on this right here to be able to hang out and chat with you. This is, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the strength standards thing is a, is a interesting conversation I have with the Steven Tyler, man. Uh, we, we've, we've gone down some rabbit holes and we, we haven't quite been able to dig ourselves out of that hole. Um, so that's but, when you but, guys need somebody with less intellect to, to be able <laughs> to like interject. Cause you guys are both wicked smart. You someone like me, who's like two brain cells away from licking windows. And I'd be able to bring you guys back on track. You guys are just too smart for your own good. I have never been, I've never been accused of that myself. So. Okay. Uh, 
So uh, since the, the beginning of your career, um, what new belief, behavior, or habit has most improved your life or, or changed your mind? Oof. Um, like, uh, that's big. Yeah. I, so that, that's two kind of questions there. So sure. let's go, you know, since the beginning of your career, uh, is there anything that, that you've done or changed that has kind of been like the thing or, or that has moved the needle the most for you? Listen to my wife more and, uh, and learn from her actually. So my wife is, is really good at, um, uh, uh ha- like asking questions that allow me to look a little bit more inside. Um, I'm pretty okay with being surfaced on some stuff and not diving in as far as I should be. Um, because I am pretty busy and it's served me well. I've had a lot of, uh, positive from that. Um, so with her, um, with her guidance and just lots of reading and stuff, I think that's opened me up to being more, um, accepting of other people and trying to bring out the best in them. Um, and not being, um, so rigid in, you have to do it my way. Like if we're finding, for finding end goal. And there's, I mean, obviously there's objective things that that doesn't work for in the fire service and in life, there's objective things that that doesn't work for. And that's not what I'm speaking to. Um, but, uh, if I can meet them where they're at, if we can, um, and we talked about it in terms of fitness, right. The, the, the big time endurance guy, if I can get him to, to be strong enough to do what we're doing, then, then game on, right. I don't need to be right. I don't need to have them do what I'm doing to be, to be successful. And so, um, and kids taught me that too, right? It just, I'm, I'm much less rigid and I have the ability to, to shake and move a little bit more as long as we're moving in the right direction. And, um, that in and of itself has allowed me to be open enough to learn more from other people. And so, um, yeah, I, yeah, man, as a young man, I had, I had, we all are very confident and, and that's really good. But um, I missed out on a lot of opportunities for growth and learning. And that sounds super touchy-feely, but legitimately my wife and my kids have, uh, and mentors and mentors have, have really moved me where I can um, be more open to listening and uh, taking, you know, best practice from different people and, and, and moving forward. So that's, that's probably the biggest thing is just being um, not less sure of myself, but more willing to listen to other people and, uh, and, and, and move on with, with, with best practice. Nice. Well, it's a good answer. If, if your wife is, is going to listen to this, I, I, I doubt she probably will, will. but uh, one of three people <laughs> that have listened to this, this far, yeah. right. Everyone yeah. else would have like, yeah, they would have, they would have, they would have left. So, yeah. Uh, what about since the beginning of your career, any like defining moments that, that has changed your mind, you know, like, um, anything that you were so sure of and then mm. something happened that, uh, you know, you've now changed your mind on, you know, maybe you were a, a fog nozzle guy for a long time and then, uh, and then, you know, something happened and, and now you're, you're a smooth guy. I don't, I don't, I don't know what that would right. be. That's, that's the question. Um, man, anything you've changed your stance on since the beginning of your career? Oh, okay. Um, God, let me think. Um, 
want I mean, to change my stance on. Man, that's, prob- that's a probably consu- consuming dairy is, yeah, is one yeah, for you. No, so I've always been lactose intolerant. Recently, I've decided to um, <laughs> not have dairy, and that's really helped out with uh, being able to trust, you know, farts or whatever. So that's that's a big deal. Um, man, the most 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 firemen I've talked to have, um, you know, fallen in love with and then have fallen out of love, or, or like not been as motivated on the job or, or what have you. Um, I've, I've never had, I've never had that. I've never disliked going to work. I've never had a day where I didn't want to go to work. Um, I think some big epiphanies for me was that um, I, I've, I've spent some time in, in, in training and uh, behind a desk. Um, I don't want to do that. That's something I've learned. Um, I really enjoy um, running calls. I enjoy being busy. I enjoy doing work. Um, and, uh, it's probably not great for my career. I would, I would say it's not great for my career. If, 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 if the career, um, barometer or like measure of greatness was based on promotion or based on accolades or based on stripes or whatever it is that, that we've decided is, is, you know, rank, um, then it, it's not good for my job. However, um, I love going to work and I love the guys and gals that I work with. And, um, I think what I've learned is that, um, I'm not a, I'm not an admin guy and I'm not in it for a rank, um, or notoriety. I'm only in it for, um, the the men and women I work with and, and doing the job. And I live in this city, man. I live in the city I protect. And, uh, it's, it's a big deal to me. It's a big deal to me. Um, so yeah, I, I think I missed on that question. No man, that I just know good. that I I know yeah. that I don't want to be. Uh, I'm not an admin guy, man. It's just not sure. my thing. Um, and I not taking away from admin because they 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 have to be there and they do really good things. And some of my best friends are are, are doing that right now. Um, guys that I grew up with, but um, no man, I I love cool. being a grunt, dude. I'm blue collar art. It's what I love. So it works, man. Uh, I think we'll we'll probably wrap with. Uh, what, uh, what one piece of advice would you give, um, say, a a new firefighter coming in, uh, and, and we'll go with, with, you know, the topic of, of strength and conditioning, since this is a, a strength and conditioning podcast yeah, as, totally. as it relates to the fire service. As so it what, relates to the fire service. Yeah, what, think- uh, what one piece of advice would you, would you give, uh, a probationary firefighter in that aspect? Um, I think uh, consistency. I think I would just go back to consistency, um, consistency and finding, um, yeah, find stuff that you love to do as well on the outside. So, uh, we, we didn't talk about anything besides the gym, but you know, whether it be mountain biking or running or, or getting out and hunting or all that stuff, I think that's val- super valuable. So find stuff that you enjoy doing, um, physically, um, you know, stay extraordinarily strong and uh, just be consistent with it. Those would be it. Like, it doesn't have to be magical. It really doesn't. Sure. Sure. Um, but, um, if you're enjoying what you're doing and, uh, you're, you're very strong, um, and you do it consistently, you, you will have a very long, um, and healthy career. Awesome, man. Cool. Well, cool. Uh, that's all I got to. I appreciate you coming on and, uh, awesome. getting this thing going. 
uh, I'm, I'm not sure how to, how to edit or like do any of those things. So I would just yeah. imagine that anything that, uh, what said? You, you said, uh, specifically, right. um, can and, and will be used against you. So, awesome. uh, <laughs> awesome. uh, but, uh, no, man, it, it was fun. Um, it's super fun, but, man. Yeah. I, I appreciate you doing this. And, uh, I, I would imagine we'll we'll do a lot more of these because I we left a lot off the table and and I'll, a ton I'll, off the table. Man, I'll, so. I'll think of it the second I stop recording. So we'll 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 do it again, man. Cool. I, the so, only thing I'd ask is we do it in the same room so we can enjoy a glass of bourbon together while we do it. Yeah, man. That's all I got. I'm in. I'm in. Awesome. Thank you, all right, buddy. I appreciate. Thank it. you. All right. Later.